Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, see you, Tim. All right, so I see your guns. I see you, believe it, there Got disproportionate arms, apparently. What do you mean? So it's a comment somewhere. A comment. James got big arms, which he's got no, because they're dispro- I don't know, disproportionate to his body. Thank you. <laughs> you can't be quite thick-skinned on these YouTube, isn't it? Oh yeah, we need. To. It's a good reason to stay in shape, isn't it? I try to. I need to get in shape. I completely gone off the wagon the last two weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's been so busy. You're not going to the gym? No, She's too busy, man. When I, I just knack her, but I won't. She can't be asked. I'll start again next week. Yeah, no, this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever. Yeah, go Yeah. Right, welcome to One for the Weekend, uh, your preview oh, show... Is that it? What? what? That's not really... This is a brand new podcast. Right, do you want me to go big? Oh, welcome, yeah, go on. I don't want to hear, but if you shout too loud, then it's that's it's peaking, that's called flab. Oh. And that can affect... What, peak too quality. soon? Well, no, yeah, that, and also volume I've been doing podcasting for nearly six years, and I've never worried about peaking. Really? In my personal life, or on... Yeah, too peak. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I was with I am excited, though. This is good. Yeah. It's a bit of me and you time. Flat. Yeah. Right. I'm but, staring right at each other. I know. It feels I like, intense. I, I like the fact that you're, you, I can see your gun slightly as well. I'm just <laughs> sort of aroused. I don't know what to say to that. I can only, there's only so, so low I can dip <laughs> uh, to, to hide them. Not low um, enough. If you're uh, listening on uh, Bull Street Audio Network, then uh, hello. Welcome. Thank mm. you. For, mm. for listening that's uh, this, a new thing the, the Bull Street Audio Network that's a yeah, new name yeah a revitalised name ultimately because we do the Long Bull Street every week we're going to be doing this now which is uh, uh, one for the weekend yep. it's a preview show brought to you by Fan League absolutely uh, and there's going to be other bits and pieces that are going to be releasing through the Audio mm. Network so it's now Bull Street Audio we need to bring it out yeah. we need to make it a little bit bigger um, so yeah this one's going to be me and you Flav uh, dissecting 30 well not we're not going to go through every single game we're going to go through the big talking points mm. um, of this weekend and it's, it's a decent weekend as well mm. um, we're going to talk about the FA Cup semi-finals Flav's going to one yep. uh, talk about the top four because there's a couple of the other teams that aren't in those FA Cup semi-finals obviously playing in the Premier League this weekend um, some Premier League relegation games which are um, Flav you've got your They're indifferent to uh, indifferent I mean yeah I mean indifferent means feel nothing I'm Pretty angry about it. <laughs> pretty angry. The, the, the three of the most boring games on earth. Well, that's a good reason to stick around, isn't it? To yeah. find out why Flav's so angry about the, the fixtures in the Premier League relegation scrap this weekend. Yeah. And then we'll dip into the Championship. 
Never thought you'd be on a podcast where you're talking about championship football, did you? A little bit worried that I might be out of my depth. <laughs> Surely not. Surely not. No chance. Uh, so we talk about the playoffs, we talk about Harry Redknapp. There you go. You know, you know about Harry Redknapp. We can talk about that. Indeed. Uh, who might go down and uh, give some of our predictions as well as a, a derby game for, for me hmm. and Adam, who's on the ones and twos on the side of Vision Mixing, QPRV Brentford. So we can talk about that and Adam can yell from the sides. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Busy, busy bumble, piss off. <laughs> Uh, so just to say uh, One for the Weekend has been made possible by our friends at Fan League uh, it's a new kind of app that's coming out uh, in August mm. and uh, it seems like pretty cool guys and so we're going to each week we're going to be going head to head doing our predictions till the end of this season yeah. on 13 English uh, matches and we're also going to be drafting in uh, Fan League ambassador and bloody good football journalist uh, Ian McIntosh to, to compete with us we, I, he's I, got I, more knowledge I, I would say I'm, I'm borderline close to being friends with Ian McIntosh Really? Well, I've had multiple phone conversations with him. Right, so do you think if we can get him on the pod, then... Uh, the chemistry's going to be great. Yeah, and that friendship could... Blossom. Could be a, could actually be an actual friendship instead of something that, that you're saying my, to me, but you seem you look a little bit psychotic when you're saying it. But my aim, my aim, and you will know this, is to become everybody's best man at their weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it makes it awkward for other people. Well, yeah, and it has. I, I mean, I'm getting married this year, and... And uh, my, I've got two best men, and both of them feel awkward around you. Yeah, yeah, and you're fine with that. Good. <laughs> you've got no, no qualms about that whatsoever. No, because I mean, I mean, it's something you should strive to be everybody's yeah. best mate. But that can, that's like, um, it's like having too many girlfriends. There's a reason why you have one girlfriend. Can't have too many girlfriends. It's so, <laughs> social. Hang so, on, let me get this down. Social. Uh, it's the constructs. It's. it's, it's you, you, I'm, I won't be a hamster in the wheels of social conformity. Nice. All right. If society says I should only have one girlfriend, I'll stick my two fingers up at society. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what I won't stick two fingers up is my girlfriend who I love deeply and she wouldn't be happy with me flinging it about. <laughs> you meant, you meant like, as in going off and getting with other people? Yeah. Right. People will think that's something else, but don't worry. Let's just crash forward. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be giving our, our thoughts on these games, but we're, uh, you guys can get involved and we'll show you how you can do that at the end of the show. Um, but let, let's talk about um, having three wives. I was watching a documentary the other day, what? just as we were on that, just because you were saying like you can have, there are, you can't have too many girlfriends. Yeah, right. We will get into the football, don't worry. Is this the Mormon documentary? Yeah, no, are they Mormon? I think they were something. Why don't Mormon buy women flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Soccer and joke. Sorry. Um, yeah, there was this documentary I watched with the missus. Yeah. About um, about man, this guy. Yes, three wives. He had, he had well, he had two, and he was sort of half auditioning the third one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was weird. I saw that, and, and his brother died, and he wanted his wives as well. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't got to the end of it, mate. Is that right at the end of it? Yeah, he didn't seem happy as well. Was, I think. Are you off. sure we're watching the same thing? It was on oh. Channel Four. I don't know. Oh, right. Feels like it. Feels like it. Yeah, but the guy. I thought. I found myself looking at the guy, going, "You're not all that." <laughs> I don't How think. Are you getting free? No. The girls are not that bad looking. I think it's, it's, <laughs> I'm looking at a really shallow it's, level. It's a demand. It's. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a demand by. It's a, de- a religious demand. It's not whether or not he's good looking or not. It's their obligation. No woman wants to share a man with three other women. Right. I mean, it goes against. So. Anyway. Should Sorry. we talk about football? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about football. Uh, but what's exciting about this weekend for me mm. is, and so this is one for the weekend, so this is a podcast you can listen on your way to the football yeah. or on your way to a, an away trip. We've got a long trip there and you can listen to that and enjoy it. Get excited for the weekend. Get excited for the weekend. Learn some stuff about other uh, other, other games going on, and other teams. Exactly. Because football fans are so, they're so, 
they're all so caught up on what's going on at their own football club. Mm. You know, I've, I've got a I've got a semi finals to go to this weekend. Yeah, you know, big day for me. Great day for you. I'm also thinking about you two, Brentford and QPR. Exactly. So you know, but for me, this is this is a nice moment because I can I go to the home games. I go to QPR, so I'm a QPR fan. I go to uh, I've got a season ticket. So I get to the home games. That's in the diary. That's in the diary in August. Mrs. can't say anything about that. We're fine. We go, well, it's in the calendar. It's in the diary. And, you know, that was passed on by my dad to me. He went, get it in the calendar early. <laughs> Keep an eye on the, how they're changing the fixtures on Sky or whatever. Get it in the calendar before she sees it. Because you can just point it and go, look. See, that's in the calendar. good advice from your dad. My, you my dad just looked at me and went, don't get married, don't have kids. <laughs> Cheaper, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a point, and he goes all the football. He gets all the football he wants. Yeah, exactly. But so, with that in mind, I, I get to go to that game, and I can maybe get there a little bit early and have a couple of pints from dad. Yeah, maybe you know, if I go. Oh, I'm catching up with my dad mm. and get away with uh, a bit of a bit of food afterwards, maybe. Mm. But, but I can't get a whole day's worth of football really. Because Why? I, I don't know. Because I got. I, I we work very hard, don't we? Yeah. And uh, you know we do our own podcast as well, so that's one night of the week. Yeah. And you know I don't know the weekend you've got to you've got to commit to the misses as well as the. Of course, you got to build. You got to pay into the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. But this weekend, Flav. Yeah. This weekend. You got a whole day. Got a free pass. It's amazing. Really? Because one, it was in the calendar. It was in the calendar. But where's your missus going? She's going somewhere. I, I don't know. She's but going. It, no, but don't worry, no, because I've got the triple of. Best mate Dom, who she knows, mm. he's a Brentford fan. Yep. So that makes it a bigger game. Mm. We just go, oh, I'm, I'm meeting Dom before. Mm. So that's fine. Mm. And and it's a derby game mm. as well. So I don't have to I don't have to be doing something I don't want to do instead of watching the football. Mm. I'm gonna be at the football, I'm gonna watch your game you afterwards. You mean spending time in the misses? Stuff you don't want to do. That's not what I meant. That came out wrong, Flav. <laughs> but the point is is on a Saturday. In your early 20s, mm. you go out Friday night, you wake up hungover, and you spend the entire day watching the football, mm. and it's great. Right? Yeah. But there's people, they're out there, and they've lost their battle that weekend, because they're having to... Do something else. Yeah, they've got a trip to Ikea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, an anniversary. The worst or, one's the in-laws. Yeah, well, God forbid. I mean, at least Ikea you can get yourself uh, some, some of the meatballs at the end of the, end of the uh, trip round <laughs> Ikea. Very well priced and very delicious. Exactly. Yeah. The mustard's great as well. But the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but but the you know in-laws guaranteed you don't you get nothing of that unless you're very lucky with your in-laws are great exactly or well, yeah God forbid a children's birthday party do you know what you want to do what you want to do what I did and get yourself a missus that lives far away okay yeah is it too there. late now uh, no I mean you're you're engaged to be married we pay for the venue mm, alright maybe it's too late yeah so what's the deal so this is what I wanted to do guys because right. there is a lot of men and women men and women who, who have got to do something that isn't watching football on a Saturday and that's tough yeah and we want to we want to appreciate that and we want to celebrate that to a point and just show our support for you guys who are missing out on the football and so in the comments below what we want you to do is let us know why you're missing the football this this Saturday or Sunday this weekend yeah. let us know and we'll read, and we'll, the best read one. we'll read out the best one or if you, if you have because if, if, it might be that there aren't a lot of people listening to this and who are missing the football let us know also your best, re- the best, the, the worst reason why you had <laughs> yeah, to miss football. The worst, reason. And, and we re- will read out the best. Because look, week. this is life. Yeah, you know, you sometimes you don't get to do what you want. You yeah. don't get to go to the football home and away. Yeah. You've got other commitments. So let us know the worst reason why you've had to miss the football, and we'll read them out next week. So that soldiers lost in the battle. It's soldiers lost in the battle. We're going to read that out next week. One for the weekend. Soldiers lost in the battle. Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, let's talk football. 
Uh, FA Cup semi-finals, Flav. Big. Talking about my day, I've got a derby game. You mm. trump that with an FA Cup semi-final. I don't know if I do. I, I, I would say hey. no. I would say a derby against your local rivals trumps an FA Cup semi-final. It just happens to be the, a team I hate in Chelsea as well. I'm not. I wouldn't. I no. FA Cup semi-final. What, what, so if we were playing some club like Coventry in the FA Cup semi-final, mm-hmm. that is your one I, game from. I'm more excited. Wembley, by, I'd, I'd be more up for a game against Arsenal. Than I would be that semi final against Char- Coventry. The, uh, the most important thing, the game that tops all other games in football is is the, the local rivalry, the, the game against your most hated rival. I think, see, that this is interesting now. So I think this is a bit different for maybe, I don't know. So as a QPR fan, Brentford have become rivals in, in recent years, but Chelsea are our big, big rivals. I'm sorry, Adam. That's not, I'm not trying to dig you out. I'm just, that, but that is the fact. So because of that, I, those games don't happen as often so you don't hate them as much yeah but I don't think and and also an FA Cup semi-final Adam you probably back me up on this you'd be more excited about an FA Cup semi-final yeah. than, than playing us I'm, as you um, should so I guess it's that's why I'm amazed you say that as you said that was patronising because Brentford are currently sitting above QPR and they have been for a long time so, so maybe you should be a little bit more excited about that game so and maybe you should be a m- bit more flippant I'm, all right, well, yeah. Change your attitude. Be more flippant, Adam. What's wrong with you? Uh, but for you, and obviously, uh, you know, I've known you about what was it, year and a half now. Yeah, working here, working very closely. And every day, that guy. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's gay. I'm sorry, I said that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Sounds dodgy. Right, <laughs> Arsenal. You hate Arsenal more than I know anyone hates other things. Yep. I do. My hatred for Arsenal is equal to my love of Tottenham. So with this game coming up, as big as it is, as an FA Cup semi-final, when was yeah. the last time we in an FA Cup semi-final? Uh, about two, three years ago, four years ago. Oh, right. Yeah, against Chelsea. Yeah. Got beat 5-0 five, or 5-1, oh, yeah. can't remember. Let's talk about it. Uh, you've actually, deep down, let's yeah. be honest, yeah. you're not even looking at that semi-final. You're looking at the possible final. Am I right? I've No, no you're not right. You're not, but... It's in the back of my mind. It's a part of the fabric. It's inside my DNA of the thought that we may get Arsenal in the final. But in order to protect myself from worrying about that, I'm just assuming we won't get through this one. Right. And I've so I've. This is one of my upsets in my in my thirteen. Is I've I've gone well. I've hedged my bet. I've, I, you can do that on, on family, but you, I've hedged it on either you winning or a draw. Right. And what on ninety minutes? And that's a bit of an upset. Because, yeah, 90 minutes. Because you are crap at Wembley. Yeah. Why are you so crap at Wembley? I don't know. I don't know what it is. You've been to Wembley a lot this year, actually, haven't like, you? We, it just, look, there's, <laughs> I say I don't know. There's, the home form and away form, that's a real thing. Your home form, it shouldn't make, it's still the same football pitch. But the intangibles are so significant. It's bizarre, isn't it? They're so it's significant. so weird. Our, our home form is among the best in, it probably is the best in Europe. It's something like... Tw- 13 on the bounce or something yeah. right? it's 13 wins on the bounce at home it's up there it's 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible right and our, our away forms only just started to pick up in the last 10 games or so so if it was just on home games we would have run, run away with the league on its own it's just it, it's hard to describe every time we went to Wembley everything kind of I would say fell apart right we, we, we drew against Ghent in the second leg two all yeah two so all so have you not won oh, a Wembley yet? yeah we beat Seska Moscow right 3-1 um, but by and large, we've been abject at Wembley. It's a weird thing, and that does come into that. That, that does come into it. But, you know, I, I, am, I think I am part of it is because it became a thing. 
Because you didn't do yeah. well in Chelsea, it became. Oh, it, it, well, what is it then? Well, they're not. What's different? Well, well, they're playing at Wembley. There's also this thing that you know. They, you can always throw these things in as well. Like, out of error, has never lost against Chelsea. Um, Spurs have lost six, seven of their last eight FA Cup semi-finals. Yeah, there used to be a thing at the Millennium Stadium, but that the the team in the home end, like, or is one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Let us know in in the comments or on on Twitter. Um, there was a there was a changing room that was bad. Yeah, and, yeah. and QPR got to the player final and. We were in the wrong one. Yeah. And, and lost. Most of these things are not omens, they're kind of coincidences, but our form at Wembley has been pretty bad. And it's, it's a concern, but, you know, we're going out there, we're playing the best team in the country over the season because they're top of the league. They're playing the best form, form team in, in, in the Premier League. So it's hard, it's a pick em game, and game, and the consequences of it are so significant. That said, I'm going to say. Did I say this? I can't remember what I said. I'd imagine you've gone with Spurs, I mean. As a banker. You're going as a banker. <laughs> right, right. We might have to redo these now. It's fine. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just mucking about. It's, it's a tough game. It's a, it's a, it's a tough, it, tough game. With that Wembley, that Wembley doubt, right? So, last, uh, last six matches in the league. Chelsea is seventh in the form table. Mm. Okay, 12 points. Your top of the form table, 18 points. Right? Yep. That Wembley doubt, where does that, how, where does that drop you down to? In the or, or where does it raise Chelsea up to in that form table? How big of a factor is that in if you're doing an accumulator this week and you're picking and you're you're picking between those two? If you're if you if you have to pick a game on you know one of the thirteen, I would avoid this game. It's it's fifty fifty. Yeah. You know the, the Wembley doesn't help us. Our form is incredible. Um, you know, in the last 10, 10 games, Spurs are top of the form table. Um, in the last six games, we average. In 83% of the games, we averaged 2.5 goals or more. Flying. That's madness. Yeah. That's just, that's over four of the last five games we scored more than two and a half goals. You know, these, we, we're, we are flying at the moment, but Chelsea are a great side. Um, it is at Wembley. These things are naturally levellers. Well, Craig, it's 50 Craig is a Chelsea fan. He said, uh, he said, we're really good at Wembley. And I've, I sort of jumped at it a little bit because I was like, well, how many of that lot have played at Wembley? Not that many. It's like the historically of oh, Di Matteo is brilliant at Wembley. What yeah, is it was nine ninety seven. Yeah, but what this is is things fans don't know. Fans can't know what's going on behind the behind the scenes. So they have to have top line, sort of really uh, kind of vague ways at looking at football that don't really mean anything because nothing else can make sense because we ain't watching them train. We don't know what form. We don't know what the mood is like. We know it's just ninety minutes, but it makes sense. It makes us feel better if we yeah. can attach these full senses of of confidence to it because otherwise it's just chaos yeah yeah but I mean certain things that there is a rhythm of winning games or losing games there is because you, you look at it one way or the other you let in a goal yeah. if you're on a great run of form you let in a goal oh, hang on a minute we're, we've scored over 2.5 goals in 83% of the last 6 games shouldn't worry <laughs> shouldn't but. worry and you crack on or if you're in bad form you go oh, well, we're not scoring two are we yeah. we've all been like that as, as football fans we've watched games and gone nah no chance it's just one of those things but um, the, obviously, what gets forgotten is, yeah, you two are the, you know, you're the top two battling out for the title. Yeah. How big a, how big an impact can uh, a big win or any kind of win do for the rest of the league? For the rest of the league, yeah. do you um, think it plays any kind of part? Massive, I do. I See, I don't. The psychology of it, I, I do. I, I think Spurs are currently. I think it damages Chelsea more than it damages Tottenham. If if we don't win. We kind of, I think we just pick ourselves up and go against Palace. 
but we've closed we've, we've, we've chopped six points off of that ten point lead that they had on us ten points that's huge mm. right we've chopped it down to six sorry chopped it down to four by six if we beat them at Wembley as well what does that do to them I don't think they it know, does much because well, I think it's detached they know they ultimately know at this stage of the season with the running we are better than them but you know what I would do I'd go, I'd go god they're good it's lucky we haven't got to play them we haven't got to play them again because if I was Conte you lose that game and go okay look they were great they're in great form we've got we've just got to beat these other guys mm. I, I don't know I don't think it would have that much of an impact I think it could you could lose your momentum if you lose the game yeah, I mean, we could. I, we could beat Chelsea and lose to Palace next week. I mean, that, that could happen. I, I don't know. This is what I'm thinking. I'm, I think it does more to Chelsea's psychology because they're already, they're already looking back now. Whereas before, Craig came into the office, you know, just walking in, bowling around. <laughs> bowling around. Cockshaw. Cockshaw, and and now he's you know that little grin's not there anymore. You always do that. You sound like a kettle when you're trying to find the word. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to not say something offensive. All right. On a podcast brought to you by Fanny. Fanny, <laughs> yeah. Uh, second in the form table over the last ten games with 21 points is Man City, mm. who play in the other semi-final. And this is the thing that everyone's probably well, what <laughs> you do all the hype of like Arsenal v Spurs. That's going to be the that's going to be the semi-final. Yeah. And then it comes to it, and it's Chelsea will win, Man City will win, won't they? And that's the, that's what that's what I can kind of see happening. Uh, everyone's got this really exciting final of these two teams. Elena being Chelsea, Man City. Yeah, typically. Could I be. mean, you'd expect, given what's happened in the Arsenal, they to kind of struggle to get past Borough, changing a system from Wenger. I don't know if that says that he's, you know, you can tr- teach an old dog new tricks or an old dog's willing to learn, learn new tricks. They understand that the, the, there's a there's a there's a, um, a fashion for the free at the back currently at the moment. All of the best teams in the Premier League or the most exciting Titan teams are playing it. Mm. He changes the system, plays free at the back and gets Southampton uh, against uh, Middlesbrough and gets over the line. Um, the other side of that is, is I think again, we, you know, we talk about we, you can spin anything, but one is yeah, he's got he's gone and changed something, and you can see that as panic, couldn't you as well? Yeah. well Ranieri on Monday Night Football, he's talking about, but why did you why did you keep changing it? And he's like, well, essentially what he said was, well, it wasn't working. So right, so do we just stick with the same thing or do we change it? And there's there's as much merit in one thing as there is as the other one. You bloody love Ranieri, didn't you? You bloody love him. But do you know what? I and we're gonna get this is the next thing we're gonna talk about is yeah. he's managed massive clubs. Yeah, his record is really good. He's managed so many. We uh, we went up to Leicester the other day. Me and Craig going through it in the car. He's he's managed Palmer, Inter Milan, Monaco, Juventus. Uh, I think Chelsea. Roma, Chelsea, like massive, massive teams, and right? then won the league of Leicester. Yeah, I mean that's insane. I'm not sure he's that good. <laughs> I mean, like before the Leicester job, I was like, he's he's rubbish. I think what happens is you get he was tarnished massively by that Chelsea stint mm. in that he was called the Tinker Man. He was ridiculed by the press, and that's what you remember. You don't remember the the, the relatively good seasons he had before with Chelsea. You certainly won't know anything of that or remember or give him any credit for the good work he did in, in Italy. The problem is he never actually won the league with any of those massive sides. The irony is that he takes over Leicester with the help of Craig Shakespeare and wins the, wins the league. Well, he's got to get that in him, a little Shakespeare. Uh, so we've got, we haven't finished the Arsenal bit, though, have we? Let's quickly yeah. go back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what you, what you, what's your feeling? Is this, what, is this one of your bankers? This is, uh, no, this is definitely not a banker. I think both these are up in the air. You, what you've got to say is that Arsenal are still in a difficult position. I think the pressure is on them. Mm. Man City are in, in good, good form. Ugh, 
this is Man City's for me, to be honest. I think with company back, he, he looks he looks good, looks solid. It was great to see him score a goal. That was a good celebration. Anyone that hasn't seen that goal, go check it out because he literally just screams and runs. He's had such bad luck. Truly, if fully fit, the best, probably the best, one of the best defenders in Europe. Yeah, I if think not the right. best. But yeah, um, are Man City any good? That was, that was the thing I was saying around. Yeah, I don't know. Are they good? Are they good? Sterling, is he is he any good? Yeah, that, <laughs> no. The idea, yeah, he's. I mean, they're clearly good. <laughs> but are they good? I know. I mean, I don't know. I don't uh, yeah. know. I mean, they've got... Giroud's good, isn't he? But is he good? Is he? Do you know what I mean? I do. So what? You, so there's this... It's kind of... I think a lot of people think about Harry Kane like that as well. Like, yeah. They understand he's good, but why? They can't compute why he's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Man City should be better. I think that's what it is. They should be doing a lot more with the amount of money they've spent. Man City and Man United, by a country mile, have more expensive squads than... Chelsea even um, mm. and, and the rest of the teams in the Premier League they spend more money on wages also um, I they should be better they are good <laughs> but they're not good enough yeah I think that's what it is I think it's um, for Guardiola he, he took it oh, glass nearly went he took it seriously from the, from the off he played a really strong team against West Ham in that first game the third round game won 5-1 basically blitzed everyone in this in this competition and he's taking it really seriously which I think I like that. I think it's nice to see because I, I still think the FA Cup's great. Mm. Um, and for him, they look solid in terms of getting into the um, four points clear. I guess Man, Man United got a game in hand. They got to play each other, so that could make it interesting. And we're going to get onto that Man United and Liverpool in a second. But uh, I, I believe Man City will have enough uh, with the games that they've got left to to get into that top four. So that's the big. That's why not go for it with it with the FA Cup. I think. I, I expect them to have a little bit too much for, for Arsenal unless Arsenal really kind of dig in and you see a fight that that we haven't overly seen with them in, certainly since the turn of the year mm. um, you want that final don't you? no you do uh, you do no 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 you I do I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean yeah actually yeah <laughs> yeah actually yes yes I do want I that final the, Can you, you will feel I'm, sick you will feel yeah, so sick I mean I'm sick of the thought that we have to play Arsenal in 10 days time at White Hart Lane where we've been unstoppable that makes me feel sick yeah because they're going to of going into could I do. mean yeah they could they could this is a topic for you as well as a guy who's got a, a Spurs podcast and he's now on Ball Street mm. where we talk about all of these things I'm quite lucky I'm sort of hidden away no one gives a shit about QPR whereas you you were there right in the Honestly, firing line though I am but we kind of rival- get off on it though you as well. I, yeah I enjoy it I enjoy winding up Arsenal fan but when your rivals are Arsenal you can't really lose that sounds smug it does that's just how I feel okay you know they're South, they come from South London they moved to North London they destroyed everything that they would achieve in the next hundred years by doing that I can't lose they can't win in your mind that's how I feel anyway right top four uh, Liverpool versus Palace and Burnley versus uh, Man United there in our, our fixtures uh, we'll put the full set of fixtures that we're predicting on uh, in the in the comments below so that you can play along as well we'll give you a bit more on that a bit later on um, but yeah Liverpool, who's going to be your top four at the end of it obviously you're safe Chelsea is safe who's your top four Flav talk to me Liverpool Liverpool are in there. They're making it. Yeah, yeah. Have lost in seven. Yeah, they're 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 second in the form table. Um, they're doing. They're, they're playing football again. Played decent football in the again. Last six games. So yeah. they've got two form tables. And um, and they've seemed to cope without Marnie in the first few days, uh, first few games of, him, of being without him, where they didn't over the African nations. They struggled without him. So 
Um, they look like they're, they're doing all right, but they've got a tricky game against Palace. You know, yeah. no one likes you know, Sam Allardyce. Yeah, <laughs> you know his opinion among is uh, is the uh, popularity amongst fans is, is quite low, especially mm. after the England stuff. But you cannot deny the successes he's had. Yeah. If you have a problem in your football club, Sam Allardyce will sort it out. Is there a pro? Is it, are you not allowed to be manly in English and be a manager? No, because if it's a throwback to old school football management. You you have to be philosophical, mild, and, and you sort have to of wear a weak looking, like right. Eddie Howe. Yeah, you know that wearing yeah, a gilet. Yeah, the only way you get respect is if you're if, if you if you're seen to be a, a thinker. Mm. Whereas Allardyce is probably has more tactical acumen than he's given credit for, but comes across as like a burly northern bloke who you know he can't, the old school English type manager. Saw yeah, Dyche like another one, name. yeah. But Sean Dice is a bit more. He, he's he's so different to uh, he, the player that he was. Like he was known as being a nutter as a player. Well, he looks like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got the voice for it. It's, it's insane. He talks. His like voice him, is yeah. bizarre. Who would win in a fight between Sam Allardyce and Sean Dyche? Well, Allardyce has obviously got the reach, but hasn't got the. And, uh, and the he's going to struggle with. Yeah, the side. He hasn't got the whip. He hasn't got the psychopathy. He's got the psychopathy of Dyche. I think that's a good point. In um, I said this a while back. One, Sean Dyche's uh, voice will get him three more months in any job that he's in. Because what, if do you, what do you mean? So if you go, right, right guys, right, so um, yep, sit down. Right, we're going to completely change it up. I know we lost you guys, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> we're going to change it up, we're going to do three in the back. Three in the back? Yep, sounds good. <laughs> right, if you do it like that, you're, you're, you're a player, you go, get us, mate. Do one. Right? Do you? Yeah, you do. But I'd say if you walk and go, oh, you know, he's got these massive. Hey guys, right? This is what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you sit down. Right? This is what we're gonna do. Bring it the bag. Bring it is the that bag. okay? And they're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine, boss. Yeah. And also the fact that he's a nutter as a player. Yeah, he's got. Rep. Is helpful because you don't want it to get. You don't want to. You don't want him to snap. Mm, and so that's why that, those two things will get him at least three months extra in it. He deserves it though. He deserves He's done brilliantly. it brilliantly. He has. He has done brilliantly at Burnley, and um, it's probably why Eddie Howe didn't do very well up at Burnley when when he because he he is more softly spoken. Mm. He is more um, uh, theoretical. I'd it's, imagine. Yeah, it's a massive for you not to be connected to the club as a player. Yep, and to. To come in as a, as a manager, sorry, and to, to get a connection with the fans is tough, I think. I think mm. it's really tough. Um, so who'd win the fight? Who'd win the fight? I mean, I, uh, I, uh, Ad, what do you think? Um, Big Sam. Why? Because I reckon he's just really, really, really strong. See, it's the strength. Yeah. So, 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 it'd be a slow jab, but it'd be like Foreman when he was 55. I don't think you'd throw a single... He lands a punch. I don't, throw, I don't think you'd throw a single punch. I think he would just go for the, the bear hug. And if he got... If, 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 if Dyche got, got um, kept tangled up at all, Allardyce would just break his back by squeezing him really hard. Really? Yeah. His, his goatee would, like, fall out. Yeah. And squeeze so hard. Yeah, yeah. And his eyes would... It's like iron filings. Ah, I've got blood rage. Ah! <laughs> Fuck you, Sean Dyche. But yeah, he needs respect. We need to give him a bit more respect. <laughs> Sam Allardyce as a manager. Everyone was like, we, we, they were going on a little bit of a run. They struggled. The first four games, I think they lost something like that. Yeah. And he thought, everyone's like, oh, he's gonna like, he's gonna take him down. But mm. he's done it. He's done it again. Been, and I wouldn't be surprised. Sorted the defence out. Sorted the defence out. Yeah. Great left back in Arnold. Great signing. I love him. Do you love him to bits? 
We had a pedigree because he was at Chelsea, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sunderland fans were like, oh, he's been awful this year. Go, well, yeah, but they at all Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the only one, he was the only creative threat that they had was from left back. He was doing it all on his own. Exactly. Um, yeah, he sorted the fence out. He's got Kabaye playing again. Um, you know, they're quick. They've got Zaha and Townsend, two really pacey fullbacks. They're going to be a nightmare for anybody, especially if they sit back and break. I think Liverpool are going to struggle to some degree because they're going to try and play around them. It's going to be a, w- a weird one. Mm. They'll be forced to play around them. And you know, as you know, uh, you know, Klopp likes to to sit and counter as well. So it's going to be an odd one. Their styles, I don't think, won't. We'll, we'll mention it. It'll be a, it'll be a tough game, but I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Palace win because. Um, it's just less pressure on second. Yeah, I, I think at home, everything indicates. This is so weird when you're trying to make your predictions. Yeah, everything, everything says to me Palace will get something there. Yeah, and that's why I've gone for Liverpool, <laughs> just because I'm like in that moment when I'm deciding which way I'm going. Yeah, my prediction. I'm gonna go Liverpool because I'm not trusting my gut on that one, so I might get that completely wrong. But I think Liverpool might at home just have enough because they've they you know. They're not taking a foot off the gas. They they need to get that top top four, and that would be a massive achievement for them as well. Especially with Mane being out to the end of the season, Burnley will be a tough one at home for Man United. I'm just I'm just just sort of to record. I'm going upset and Palace. Going Palace. Palace. Are I get wouldn't a be surprised. I'm, they're going to get a result at Anfield. Yeah, fifth in the form table, thirteen points. He's done so well beating Chelsea, beating Arsenal. Could mm. he beat Liverpool as well? Because we'll find out. Burnley. Um, have I told you this tactic that Burnley do? No. About uh, me and Az saw it in, a, in an article a while ago. So Burnley, when they're defending, they don't. They've conceded more shots than anyone in the league mm. by a mile, yeah. right? But their goal, the goals that they've let in, aren't isn't that bad, and the amount of blocks that they get is ridiculous. And uh, the tactic that they're using, and it seems like a really simple one. Yeah. But what they do is they instead of defending. Um, 
marking players or being a certain distance away from the ball or going and pressing the ball. What they concentrate on is uh, making sure that they're in between the ball and the goal. So they let teams have the ball up until like the 18-yard box, pretty much, and then they're just concentrating on stop it, on being in the way of the of the ball and the goal. And do you so, that's, do you that's how Dyche explained it to him in training. <laughs> yeah, lads, lads, in you come. Yeah, lads, in you come. <laughs> in you come. Get in the way of the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just get better. in the way of the ball. It hurts, doesn't it? That's doing that voice, don't think. kind of a bit more manly than you and I. Yeah, true. Uh, but they've got so many blocks from that, and there's some amazing highlights where you, they've they've worked on where do I need to be? It's knowing where the goal is, but like backwards, not in terms of scoring goals, in the opposite. Do you reckon that's why Michael worked. Michael Keane wants out? He's yeah, like sick, sick, of of a, sick of the ball hitting him in the yeah. face, hitting him in the chest. He's walking home. He's going. The wife's going. What's happened to you? You've been beaten up. Yeah. I don't know why she's from London. Fucking balls are keeping hitting me all day. Yeah. Sick of it. Well, yeah, in training, yeah, you got yeah. the same thing. I want to go and play for Tottenham where they don't have to defend at all. Mm. Well, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a body odor problem. Take if it. they're all very close to each other, yeah. that could play a factor. You've got to do that in training and then yes. on a weekend as well. That's difficult. It is a lot. Um, but that's what's got them there. Uh, got them to. That was a whole aim this season for them, was just to stay up. 36 points. That yep. should be enough already. Um, but if they can get one more win in the last few games, they've obviously got five games left. Yeah. Um, then then they'll be fine, which is a massive achievement for them with the squad that they've got, because it's not a good squad. Really I mean, Man United ain't really scoring goals for fun, and they did beat Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Burnley don't, don't score a lot of goals. Burnley defend well, Man United defend well. I think, again, Styles will not gel. And uh, I'm going to go for a draw. Go for a draw. Crazy. Right. That's top four done. Mm. FA Cup semi-finals done. Premier League relegation. Right, we said at the start of this oh. show. Yeah. Flav's not happy with the fixtures this week. I um, mean, it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault. But um, let me just read out the fixtures and then Flav, you can give your reaction to it. So, uh, Swansea playing Stoke at home. Hull playing Watford at home. And Bournemouth, they've got Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, they're at home to, to Middlesbrough. Um... I mean, if you need uh, uh, three more uninspiring fixtures, then you won't find any in all of football. I mean, that's the challenge we're setting you. Let us know if you can think of a more boring fixture than any of those three. You're not happy with them, Flav? You're going to offend people here with that comment. Who? Don't know. Swans. Stoke fans. Stoke Swans. fans have a bad rep. My best mate's a Stoke fan, and. He doesn't care about them being seen as like unglamorous and, and boring. No, I'm not saying unglamorous. It's just it, there's there's no goals in Borough. Mm. Swansea are on the arse end of uh, a, a few kind of really bad bad results. Stoke, I mean they're just Stoke. They're like mid table <laughs> mediocrity in the most extreme. And I feel for Stoke because Spurs were that for a long time. But we're not anymore, so I can look down my nose at them. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, Watford, I, I mean, one of the great things about Watford, you don't know what's coming. You have no idea what's coming. They're like a team of players that appeared from a random generator on a computer game. Yeah. I've never heard of any of them. Mm. Um, and and Hull, I've got... Uh, do you know... Do you know... I, I love that guy. Silver. Can't remember his bloody name. Marcus Silver. Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't lost at home in three years. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And that's got to win sooner or later. I mean, the Tottenham on the last day of the season. Well, that's my upset. My upset is that um, that Watford will um, get a result. Will get a result. Because yeah, that's a big shout. 
because th- that is the latest thing. That's the big stat with Hull that they, uh, you know, that he hasn't lost at home. And their, their home form is amazing, and it needed to be because their away form is absolutely dire. Yeah. But um, Watford, they're probably that annoying team that will. You go, oh, they'll win that one. Yeah. And then uh, the pressure might get to to Hull, or you know, Hull need it so badly that they might do it. I think he's, yeah, he's done brilliantly. I said it, I said it earlier. He's got in numbers, got in attacking numbers, and it gives him a few more options. Um, I mean, if you said to anyone, get Nias in, he'll keep you up. I know, incredible. And 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 hold. Let's not forget. Let's start the season. Started the game. Started the season or a week before the season started. We had thirteen registered first type first team players. Yeah, they've suffered horrendous injuries to Brian Mason. Just that one. I don't think, can't remember any others. Yeah. Uh, I, I, oh well, Michael Dawson ain't played all season. You yeah. Know, good defender, certainly in the relegation dogfight. You know they they, they 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 sat their manager at the right time. They brought in and, and, and kind of it was a risk, but then you know so was you know you, you, you sometimes you have to take a risk. They jumped early and it looks like whole, and I really hope they do because you know it's their, their fans have gone through a lot, and it's probably because they should all be watching rugby because the whole. You know, rugby town. Yeah, it's selfish yeah. having two sports. Yeah, it is. But, um, where do you, you, know, you live? London. Yeah, well, how many sports have we got? Loads. Have we had an Olympics. Yeah, but we, we, we're the engine room of the country. We've got to keep <laughs> us entertained or get, well, we won't work for you anymore. Fair enough. Um, Bournemouth, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bournemouth and Borough. Um, I, see, I think I've, I've seen a little, a little bit of change in Borough. Okay. Certainly against Arsenal, I thought they were decent. Swansea, they were unlucky when, when they drew nil nil. Um, and the tide's I think, turning, is it? I, I, I think it's probably turned a little bit too late, but I think you know I think they're going to go down. But I think they're going to beat Bournemouth, and that's one of my upsets for the weekend. Okay, I think that's a weird game. Bournemouth, they do score goals, but they can, can see the hell of a lot as well. Mm. Middlesbrough scored thirty nine goals. Oh no, sorry, twenty three goals they've scored this mm. season. Yeah, that is pathetic. Yeah, but for a team second bottom, they've also got a pretty good defence. That um, is true. So maybe uh, Bournemouth's attacking prowess will enable uh, Borough to get a cheeky goal uh, and, and, and then shut up shop. Okay, uh, and at those three at this moment in time, um, Sunderland are gone, aren't they? Yep. Barra, Swansea, Hull. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be one of those three. Which one's going to survive? I think uh, I, I think Hull will stay up. I think that they look much more comfortable. They've been picking up results recently. Swansea, uh, after Clements' uh, uh, you know original show of uh, of, um, yeah. of, of, of understanding what's necessary to stay up in the Premier League, that they're they're on the, the wrong end of some bad results. Where are they in the form table? Uh, they're, oh, they're bottom. Yeah, yeah bottom. Um, so yeah, let's know in the comments below who do you think is going to get uh, relegated. Um, it'd be interesting. Lorente is back, and that could play a play a part uh, this week. Um, but Harlan, they've done brilliantly. Um, and could anyone else get dragged into it? Uh, I think they pretty much need to not get any more points between now and the end of the season for, mm. for them to go down but you never know uh, right that's relegation and essentially I had in my uh, notes here boring because yeah you weren't happy with the fixtures flap yeah. so we'll move on right. um, and let's know is there a more boring fixture than this uh, than those ones can you think of them uh, championship playoffs <laughs> dipping in here now uncharted territory for you flap how are you feeling um, I'm nervous but I, I don't think I have to be nervous because most football fans admittedly don't work in football and get paid to talk about football but most football fans only concentrate on the league that there is 
That is completely true. I that is true. It. That's a fair thing to say. But um, you know, I know, I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Let's let's see let's see how it goes. Let's dive in. All right. So, um, well, firstly, yeah, you're bang on. I remember being in Division Two and knowing everything about it. As soon as we went up, I never looked at it again, uh, which is you, which is bad on my part. You was in League Two, yeah? Yeah, we're ages Division ago. Two. Yeah. Um, right, uh, Burton. Yeah, have a good time. It was, yeah, it was all right. They were good times. Ian Holloway's there, so that was, that's all that mattered, really. Um, when, when are you going to admit that? The, let's let. Can we start with QPR and Brentford? Go on then. When, uh, firstly, Ad, are you confident on the weekend? Um, yes. Uh, you yeah? should be. Yeah. But that's the thing. Everything points towards a Brentford win. You should. So, so, so sh- pressure's probably on you then. Like, I don't really want that. Also, really yeah, but you're, yeah, also, Brentford, you haven't been in this position for a no, like you're, for, for those that don't know, Brentford are in almost unprecedented... These are unprecedented times. Sort of. Unknown wars. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you had a good good season under Warburton. Our last weeks. two seasons have been similar, if not better than this. But before that, we would never have been dreaming of this. Mm. He said we're going up next year. <coughs> he my, also my said mate. I don't understand why we're twelfth in the league <laughs> table. We keep winning. All the well, time. Yeah. <laughs> I so, don't yeah, understand true. it. <laughs> we keep winning. <laughs> Brentford like, won four in the last six. Uh, which is pretty pretty Big good wins as well, five the last ten so five the last ten though it's, it's, does that say it's that's a gives you the wins we've beaten look, teams 4-0 they're convincing five-nil. that's yeah look they've, they've got good players they have good players uh, but you know I think we can do something there if if we, uh, I know we're right down the bottom of the form table. You're, you're not. You're just getting panned. You got. To, uh, you got to look. I don't know. I've got no, a question. You look. Flabbed. No, <laughs> <laughs> you look flabbed. Right. You don't know the truth. We've been making five changes, four changes, six changes each game. Why? Because the season's over. We're safe-ish. We're nearly safe. All oh, right. We're pretty much right. so. He's, he's just going right. Let's try <coughs> every formation that exists <laughs> <laughs> and play every player in all of those positions. Jamie Mackey finished the game at right back at the weekend. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he was. He's like, I don't. I've never seen a player like Jamie Mackey, who's literally like it's like a toddler playing. He's so excited <laughs> to get forward, and he went right back for a second, and he was just like. <laughs> Try to like leg it that when as soon as we've got the ball, he's like, oh, oh, we can score a goal. Oh, everyone's yeah, going, oh. everyone's yelling at him, get back, get back. Um, but we've made right. a hell of a lot of changes. Before that, we we started to put a, a team together. We had a very good January, and we had we got, uh, we won like four on the spin. Can I ask? Spin. Can I ask a question? Go on. Is Holloway coming out and saying we're experimenting? No. So you're you're putting that. But in. why would he? That isn't real. Why would he say that? Because he looks like a maniac currently. He looks like an absolute maniac manager. You're third it's in the clear. You're third clear. bottom in, in the form table. Third bottom. It's not above Birmingham Rotherham. People are coming and paying tickets to, to watch the mad professor experiment. I'm, look, don't get me wrong. I really like Ian Holloway, one of the most likable men in football, and I hope it works out for him. I really do. But you, your love affair for Ian Holloway is, is clouding your judgment. That, this no. is not acceptable. No. QPR are a, a, a third from bottom currently in the fo- league table. Not in the Brentford, league table, in the form table. In the form table. Brentford, who are coming to town, mm. yeah, they're currently third in the form table. Yeah, right. Now listen, he's done. Yes. Right. We, he made sure we were safe. He, got a, he brought in some decent players and he was finding out who's good enough and who's not good enough, right? Mm. Brentford, and this is why I have a bit of hope for the Brentford game, is that he will play the best team he can play. And that includes Matt Smith 
and Connor Washington. And if those two play up front together, we've got a chance. All right? All right. And, and Matt Smith, I have never seen someone win as many headers as this guy. He's insane. He's like essentially having a rugby player on the football pitch, a really posh rugby player. And he wins so many headers. And Brentford, <coughs> tell me if I'm wrong, Adam, oh, are please. crap on set pieces. Oh, they yeah. are rub- Am I wrong? So we've got a chance. We don't need to dominate the game. We just need to score more goals than them. And anything can happen in a derby game. That's what I'm telling myself. Right. What, what's going to? What, what you're going to have? What your problem with you and why you why you'll you will wind up other QPR fans? Go on. Is you're an apologist. I'm an apologist. You're an apologist. Well, I'm sorry about that, but yeah. Go on. For, for explain Holloway. No. Nah. Explain it. You said, look, it doesn't matter what he'll do. You'll apologise for him because you love him. I do love him, and but that's a good thing. I'm also a realist. It's not, it's not well, good, no, no, it's, it's, we're not going up. It's counterproductive. No, no, nonsense. You're never going up with under Ian Holloway. You might go down. No. And then what? You'll apologise again. You know, if, if he takes us down, then he... he uh, I can't say it. <laughs> but he's, we, we were going to be mid-table. We're gonna, we reek of mid-table. Right. Here's another thing, right? I bet all fans have had this. All fans have had this. And me, uh, me and my mate Dom is a Brim fan. We, uh, we were ch- chatting about this. Is at the start of the season, and in general moments of form where you go up or down, yeah. you're, there is, you still have a kind of gut compass that takes you back to where you really think you're going to end up. Yeah. And at the start of the season, I said we'd finish, I said we'd finish 15th. And we look like a team that's going to finish 15th. Yeah. And we've drifted up and down. We have moments of a bit of excitement. But the gut in me has always, always felt that we're going to... The equilibrium of, us, of QPR this season, the team we've got, would finish 15th. And so, well, I don't know where we are at the moment, but we're a bit beneath that. But the point is, that's mid-table, right? Yeah. So this season doesn't matter. All right. But he needs to get it ready for next season. All and right. that's what he's trying well, to do. Well, we will see. We will see next week on this podcast. because As I've long as you're happy. Happened. Ultimately, your happiness is all that matters to me, mate. I, I, I just want... I don't... You what know. about mine? You're happy. I, I want, you'll be your... He's I'll happy. both be happy. I'm not saying okay. I, I ain't choosing him over you. I'm just saying... So why I, not? I've known him much longer. Well, I don't... It's not like that. I mean, I, I don't... I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I don't care who wins. Point is that there's no I, reason I like to his, get. I like his quiet arrogance. Though. I, I like the same. Well, he but would, but they're, in, they're they're high. They're doing well. Yeah. The point is, is that there's no there's no point in losing your shit when you're mid table. So right, just relax. What are you saying? Are you saying a banker for uh, QPR then? Yeah, that is a banker. It's a three-two. That's going to be. It's going to be three-two. They will score goals. Hoss is a good player. Yeah. Uh, and Canos is a great player as well. However. We will score from set pieces and we will defend for our lives and we will win 3 2. Alright. Okay? Um, I, I, I'm abstaining. You're abstaining? No, you've got to be at some point. Alright. Um, so we've got a lot of paper here, guys. You probably can hear. Brentford, I, I, I'm going to go Brentford at home. All day. It's a smart bet. All day. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, right. Also, Burton could stay up. This is amazing. Burton, their capacity is 6. Thousand nine hundred and twelve, mm. um, and they've covered leads. They're at the conference in the conference a, a while back. A lot of money getting pumped in. No, no. Did you know that? Yeah, they put a fair bit of money in. Not enough, I don't think, to do it. Right for them still to be. Hang on, I'm thinking of Crawley Town. You are thinking of Crawley Town. Uh, you also came up for this. They did, yeah, and they're struggling now. But Burton, for them, for the size of that club, they should be they should be doing what Rotherham are doing and having an absolute nightmare. Um, but Clough has done well he's brought in some decent players 
they've had a, uh, the chairman must get some credit because he's brought in some really smart managers. Um, Hasselbank did okay there. Yeah, and he, I mean he came to us and again probably didn't get an, uh, enough time to to try and implement what he wanted to, but it wasn't. I mean it wasn't great football. But Rao is uh, clearly a decent manager and he proved that at Birmingham. And um, and Nigel Clough is a good steady championship manager who does well there. He's done well at Burn um, mm. and actually did did okay at Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, but for him to keep them up, and it looks like they could do one more win if they can beat Leeds this weekend. And Leeds are not playing well. Leeds are in a weird. They've just dropped out of the playoffs. It's those. There's seven teams battling it out for the playoffs there, and they've just dropped out of it. Um, that would be a disaster for Leeds, to be honest. Uh, although they've gone well beyond their expectations at the start of the season, I, I would say, and I think Gar- most Leeds fans would say the same. Yeah, yeah. He's done like Monk had a, a kind of turbulent start to his, his time at Leeds. Um, it looked like Gillian was going to. Uh, yeah, first eight him. games, I think he struggled. Um, yeah, bin him, mm. uh, and he turned it around, and, and he deserved the time. Um, slightly, you know, he has, has that kind of. He's irritating, but I'm not sure why Gary Monk about him. Yeah, and and, and, and Leeds are irritating, and I absolutely know why. So it's a good match. It's <laughs> a good match. Yes. But no, the um, I, I think uh, yeah, looking at the form. Uh, Leeds are uh, struggling currently. Burton are gonna just need that one more win, probably, to, to stay up. Amazing story, as you say, in tiny capacity. You wouldn't imagine a great deal of spending power in comparison to, say, you know, the Aston Villas or the um, uh, Newcastle yes. of, the, of the league. So, um, I'm just trying to remember what I did here. Burton, I've got, yeah, I've got a banker for, for Leeds. The reason being, yeah. I think their games after this are Huddersfield and Bristol City. And both quite tough games, and they need to really win all three um, leads if they want to get into the into the playoffs. And I just think they just need it so badly. Mm. Although Burton obviously do as well. I think they've got the buffer that I think that, that drive will kind of get them over the line um, to win this one at least. But it's going to be so tight for in in the championship to, for for the playoffs. What's a bit sad for him is, and this is like with the playoff thing, with um, QPR being mid table. This is why I think QPR fans shouldn't get too crazy. Is because that kind of momentum carries on into the next season, or that feeling does. And what will be quite difficult for, for Gary Monk yeah. is that they've done so well. And if they say they like win one of these last three, mm. they've blown it. They've ruined it. Like, they, oh, God, they, they didn't have enough. And that could... Does he get, does he get sacked the if they don't, they don't get a Oh, God, player? I mean, I hope not. I mean, that's madness. Yeah, if but they do, based on what's happened to Leeds, Leeds before... You'd hope he's got enough credit in the What do you reckon, Ed? I don't think he You've got, you've got, I know it would be madness but it, was, it was madness that Raoult was sat to Birmingham yeah I look, you can't you're never safe yeah you're never safe yeah that's so true that's such a good point you're never safe but I think they'll probably have enough um, but down the bottom of the championship massive team Wigan won the FA Cup looking like they're going to go back down now they need to win all three games um, don't really score enough goals and um, they should be there to be honest they, their squad I don't think has been good enough to, to stay in the league this year mm. uh, Blackburn Tony Mowbray's come in and he's, he looks like he could do something I've got a funny feeling Forrester going to going to get dragged into it you know and Warburton what a turnaround that would be for a guy who in August was the messiah of Rangers they'd won the They'd won the cup, beating Celtic in the semi-final, going into the league, back in the big time. All so exciting, signing all these players. Less than, and by the end of the season, he might be going from <laughs> being going walking into an old firm game to going into League One with nightmare champions of Europe, uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Um, yeah, uh, I mean it's a bit unfair. It'd be unfair on Warburton to blame Nottingham Forest relegation on him. He's only been there a few of course, games. Yeah, a couple of draws in the last two games that he's had. 
in the league. Um, uh, but yeah, seven months is a long time in football. Mm. I mean, in, in no other profession do things change around like like they do in, in football. And, and as we've seen with Ranieri, you can't live off last season's success. Yeah, um, I think straight away it looks like he's implemented um, the Warburton way, which is keeping, they like to keep the ball. Yeah. Um, all the teams that he's managed that have done that, done that well. And um, and he's doing that with Forrest. It seems, it seems like that, you know, you know, like there's these fashions in football. Things turn like possession football was once the king. Like Barcelona were the best at it and were the best in the world mm. until people started to suss them out and realised actually you, you can have the ball. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't hurt us, you mm. can keep it. And that you know that the fashion towards possession football is kind of changed. And I wonder if Warburton has it in his locker to to, to change with it because you can win the league without. With thirty-seven percent possession. Well, I think it's, tell me if I'm wrong, Adam. There's a phrase he said at Brentford. He said, um, "What's someone asked him what his plan B is, and he said, do plan A better.' Yeah, so he has one way of am I right? Yeah, so it's like he has one way of playing. <coughs> That's worrying. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, it, it probably it probably is. But he's also done very well uh, in his first seasons at clubs. Yeah, did very well at Brentford. Did well, very well at Rangers. So he might be able to get across that um, impact. Uh, quickly enough for, for them to stay up but um, I think the one th- the good thing that he's got around him in terms of the teams I think Blackburn might get out of this you know but Birmingham who are above Forest, two points above Forest, two wins in 22 Zola's gone now after uh, Burton beat them uh, he's gone now and Harry Redknapp's come in yeah. and uh, we've both been uh, well we haven't been managed but our clubs have been managed by uh, Harry Redknapp and is this a smart move or a desperate one for that? Um, it's a smart move. It's, it's a better move than keeping Zola. Yeah, so in that respect, yeah, it's a smart move. Um, Redknapp's record as a manager is very good. You know, all the clubs he's managed, more or less, he's, he's, he's done well at. I don't think he did that great at Southampton. And he did yes. the biggest snaky thing in going from South, Southampton to Portsmouth. I think Portsmouth to Southampton and back to Portsmouth again, if I remember rightly. I might be wrong there. Um, I, at his time at Spurs, he benefited massively from having a brilliant squad. But Ramos, before him, couldn't do the things that he did with that squad. So, mm. you know, you give him props there as well. Because that was the thing I thought. When, when he goes in, I've got, I'm thinking, well, he hasn't got a window. Uh, he hasn't got a transfer window. He can't get some guys in on loan. Or but he you know. didn't have a Tottenham either. To be fair, I know. Yeah, and then um, it's a good point because they were. You know, his first thing he says, I, I went into the changing room and I can't believe that this team is second from bottom or bottom of the league. It's madness. Yeah, because there's so much more to a footballer's game than being able to play football. You know, you have the right psychology. The the, 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 the biggest top, sort of top line cliche where they got to feel loved. Mm. But having a manager who understands that, or, or, or can simplify the game or remove. Perhaps the overcomplicated way that Zola was going about his business, or perhaps Zola just couldn't couldn't generate the enthusiasm in, in the squad. He didn't have the charisma to do it. Harry Redknapp has nothing. If 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 he if, he's nothing if, like Zola, if, if, <laughs> that's a safe thing. He's one of the most charismatic uh, football managers, and why so many people like him. Despite, well, I would say if he was a, if you're a, a supporter of a club that he managed, you don't like him. No yeah. one likes him, mm. but. As a, as, a, as a person and, and a storyteller and, 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 a, and a, a man who's seen everything in football, if you need to pick up eight points out of your last 17, he's probably the best man. To, he's a good man to do it, at least. I, I think they've got a chance now. Yeah, I think, I think that's a good point. Like, you need something different. Mm-hmm. You need something... And do you know what, you probably need a bit of... He might provide even a, just a bit of levity or 
or it's just a completely different perspective that might might sort of uh, stop the stop the rock. That's it. He has got Aston Villa. That's it. That is a massive derby. I mean, they hate each other. They loathe each other, and it's violent and and, and full of emotion. Um, and actually, perhaps simplifying it and going out and said, lads, just enjoy this. Get your nuts on that ball. <laughs> you wingers yeah, run, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and, and just you know play your football kind of thing and like overcomplicating it. Uh, Villa are doing. Villa, uh, uh, Steve Bruce is. It's working now. I mean, to be fair, they, their squad is insane. Yeah. Like, all the money that they spent, like Khadija up front. Um, I'm not sure what Cormac's playing as much as he was, but like we he's we. Forest. He's at Forest now. Sorry, yeah. He's um, also AWOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got Hogan as well. Yeah, has he been playing? Scott Hogan. I think he's just come back from the. Yeah, he got injured, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, God, yeah, that was really. Khadija and Hogan's a, a dutty forward line yeah. in, the, in the championship. But yeah, that, Bruce. That, that will shoot them up next season if they keep fit. Yeah, they're doing very well there in the last uh, sort of 10 or so games. I guess the kind of pressure went maybe off them a little bit uh, as much as it can do for Villa in the championship because they, uh, they kind of knew they weren't going to get in the playoffs, so they yeah. could then kind of just start again a little bit. Um, and Steve Bruce is just a good manager, isn't he? I think they could get done. I think that Burnley could get... Uh, sorry, Birmingham could get absolutely done this weekend. And uh, Redknapp all of a sudden looks look, could look a bit silly if, if they do get big, big. I think he's probably looking past this game. I think he knows that it's a, it's a mad one at Derby. Anything can happen. Birmingham could get a result, but I don't think it's fair to judge him on that first game. Obviously, he's given the time for his tactics to be put in place. But more so, than he'll be looking at the games past that, I think. Okay. Um, right, so yeah, let's know who you think's gonna, who's gonna survive out of those guys down the, the bottom of the championship. Um, if you're a fan of any of those clubs, let's know a bit more as well because that, that'll be interesting to hear. Because obviously, there's only so much we can we can know. Um, being fans of our clubs, like me as a QPR fan, often most I see is is that one game, that home game where you you guys come to Loftus Road. So it'd be good to know a bit more about the story of your seasons. Let's know. Um, so that's about it. Um, we want so them to do their predictions. We do. So. As we said earlier, we're, we're launching uh, the One for the Weekend uh, League, which you guys can get involved. Um, so we've all predicted our 13 results for this weekend's games. Um, you can head over to the Fan League Twitter and Facebook pages and you can see our full list. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of insight into them in a second. Um, if you want to get involved, though, in, the, in our YouTube channel, so it's the Long Ball Street uh, YouTube channel, go subscribe to that. Uh, and leave your 13 predictions in the comments below. And uh, next week, you could be playing against us. Yep. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Whoever gets the most right for this week will be chosen next week to uh, to give their, their 13 and, and be the, the fan in our league table against me and you and Ian McIntosh, as we said at the start. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So you just go into our, into our comments on YouTube Pick the 13, uh, 13 games. Yep. Uh, where they win, lose, or you can hedge your bets. Yeah. If you want, you can bet on both. I'm just confusing things. Yeah, let's keep it simple. Let's, so, it? so, all right, win, lose, or draw. Uh, let us know um, in those 13 fixtures, which we'll put in the comments. Yeah, look, we've um, picked. And then, yeah, if you get the most, then you get to play uh, next week. And obviously, we'll give you a massive shout out because you will be the man or woman. Of, uh, of the One for the Weekend League. Um, so that's it. That's the first episode of One for the, for the Weekend, mate. Any women listen to this, do you think? I said, yeah. Yeah, loads. Really? Yeah. What, for me? For the... It's the stubble. Because you keep it so trim, don't you? It's really clever. Sometimes. It's There's a clever, rule, isn't there? Or a razor. It's, it's just... supposed to be two... Is it two fingers under, above your Adam's apple? Is it? Supposed to be, How it? close yeah. am I? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's good. All right. Um, yeah, sorry, that was random. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never apologise. No. 
I'm an apologist. Yeah, that's your problem. Sorry. Sorry for this. Sorry for that. Yeah. So this was one for the weekend brought to you by Fan League. Uh, we'll be back next weekend. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments below what your thoughts. Oh, Subscribe and, to the channel and, and like the video as well. well one, one final thing. Go on. Tell us about... The, what? Boring the, fixtures? No, not the, the most boring fixtures, but also tell us about... Um, the worst oh, reason yeah. why you had to miss the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 my son was born. That's fine. Yeah, but I went to IKEA. My girlfriend's mum's cat was ill. I had to take. That's something we should talk about next week. Is what would you, if you were an f- actual footballer, what would you miss? For what level of game would you miss the birth of your child for? Yeah, I was pretty next happy. week. Next week. Okay, okay. Next I want to talk about now. Next week. <laughs> 